What is up? Welcome to the No Manga Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name's Rick Baden. I'm just hoping you're having a wonderful week, weekend, whenever you're tuning into this. I mean, the summer's flying by, right? I mean, my kids start school in like, what, two weeks? It's insane. Summer just flew by. That means I'll be back to the grind as well. So, you know, enjoyed it while it lasts. It just went by way too fast. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. And you can also email the show, nomangapodcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. So starting things off with weekend skateboards. Anytime they drop a new video, I am stoked because I know it's just going to be entertaining. It's going to be fun. It's going to have some sick skating. And bottleneck sewage did not disappoint. Yeah, bottleneck sewage. That's a mouthful and gets you thinking. But did you check it out? I loved how they opened with uh, a bunch of skaters, but they started with, you know, Sarah Mural from what? I think she was from Sweden. But I, I wanted to see way more footage of her. It was like, what, one clip? That was it? I want to see way more footage than that, fellas. Maybe next time around. Same thing for Shintaro Hongo as well. You know, that dude rips. Got to see just a small little speck of, uh, you know, footage. But I, mean, but I see what they were doing there. They were introducing, like, most of their squad and you know, showing us how, like, much closer they are to global domination. This team just keeps getting better and better and better. Stacked, and they're around the globe. They're around the world. And year after year, they just keep getting better and better. Then they, of course, open, you know, with River, July, 93 degrees. So the L.A. River, to be exact. We've all seen that spot. Millions of people have skated it. It was nice to see some of the, you know, the passport crew, the the their friends hanging out as well in the sh- mostly in the shade, but you know it was all fun and games until Alex's board like shot out and kind of found its way into the drain ditch. It was a dark space. And they, f- they discovered a crazy ass boat though. You know, luckily the river had plenty of water flowing that day. You know, otherwise they wouldn't have been able to go on their journey. So uh, now, oh, and and if they didn't find the boat, they wouldn't have had like a day one sighting. You know. Fake Emmanuel for days. That's so hard to do. And he skates like such loose trucks. I don't know how he does that and going downhill. But it was almost as if like mad it was magic as Daywan brought on some of the much needed water. They discovered like this water source just to help them cool down, you know, kind of reset. You know, but they, they panned up the right and tracked the water source. It's very cool how they did that, you know. And it wasn't as clean of water as we uh, had hoped for or assumed. Right? I was like, don't, don't tell them they just, what they just drank. Don't tell them. <laughs> uh, but it didn't seem to phase him at all, right? didn't phase Jordan. He was all into that hydration, you know. Alex Schmidt as well. He's washing his head, like his, his bald head and scraping off all the dirt and cleaning himself. It was almost like kind of like a body soap commercial. Jordan, you know, has his, had his... Like mouth up and open and just kind of tongue sticking out, just just it was a glorious moment, right? But we all knew we're like, no, dude, if you only knew where that water source was coming from, nasty. But you know, it was one that didn't stop from Alex, from, you know, from killing it, of course, because they jumped right in into his part, you know, after that skit. And I especially loved, you know, his part was amazing. The, the whole video was amazing, but I really what I noticed about Alex's part is like there were a couple spots where they were in really tight spaces one of them was at 537 that was a very tight spaced ollie 
It was like that banked rail with the small, like it's so small, it's hard to describe, but he barely had any room around him. And that's all the way, like maybe a couple inches to his right. And I think maybe barely above his head to clear. I think, I mean, at least per the video, I mean, I don't know if there's more, but he got it on the second try. But I was like, damn, that was tight. How'd you do that? And he had another one that was tightly spaced kickflip, you know, about seven minutes and five seconds. And what I loved is the angle when you pause it right then at 7.05, the angle, you're like right underneath him, you know, looking right. I was perfect. And there's barely any room for like the filmers, like, you know, crouch down. So those are two definite like standout tricks to me. There's just the tight spaces. And, and, you know, of course, much like the entire video, the spot selections too. It's, you're, you're, you're watching these tricks, but you're also looking around like, damn, that's a cool spot. How'd you do that there? I love the whistle battle starting at 7.48. Yeah, baby. Whistle battle. That's MBD, right? I know other skate videos done that, I think, at the top of my head. Whistle battle. Whistle contest. Whistle off. Whatever. I can't remember what they call it in the video. But I got to say, I had Jordan the whole time, man. whole time. He's a pro. Professional. He was, like, trying to teach Alex, like, the proper ways. And Alex just wasn't getting it. I mean, he didn't even stand a chance. He's kind of like, he reminded me when my kids were first learning, he's like, too much like air and spit. And Jordan's like, no, this way. Or however they did it. Alex was just like straight up air, spit. So that was, that was epic. Whistle battle. <laughs> that was a great moment. Actually, it made me think of the, the whisper fight in the movie, The Other Guys. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, gosh, that was hilarious, a hilarious moment. That was NBD, too, a whisper fight. Got to watch it, see what I'm talking about. But well done, guys. Well done with the whistle battle or whistle off or whatever you guys called it. Much like with the whistles, we also got to see just how talented, you know, both Alex and Jordan are off the board as well. I mean, did you see Alex? He caught that fish with his bare hand. Like, what the hell, dude? He probably could have caught that thing with his mouth. <laughs> Damn. I, mean, when I was in uh, Portland with a few back or trout there a few weeks back. We, you know, took the kids fishing. I eventually had to take over a couple rods. And, you know, I, I just can't imagine trying to catch a fish with your hand, Alex. How'd you do that? That's some straight skill right there. And Jordan snatched that duck from the tree. I mean, what the hell is a duck doing in the tree to begin with? But that, it didn't even stand a chance. That was a duck, right? Like, I couldn't tell. It was just, he just snatched it and just, like, I guess. I mean, so he just broke his neck. Like, snap. That thing quack. Whoosh, dead. So I guess it doesn't matter what it was doing in the tree because it's dead. But I want to know what they did with said now dead and deceased creatures. I mean, did they, did they eat them? Barbecue, maybe? Yeah, they probably took it back to the spot, barbecued them. Bring it back to the crew, you know, for much-needed snacks. But of course, you know, that backfired on the karma got to, you know, both of them, right? When they decided to eat those berries or whatever along the way. And they just started tripping out. That duck came back in full force. He had him like, he had him straight tripping, boo. He's like, what the hell is that? What, what am I looking at? Then they have, of course, segued to the, the man of the hour, Jordan Taylor. Probably one of like the most entertaining humans to watch on a skateboard like ever, right? I mean, he's so damn creative, and I know I've talked about him before, but maybe I compared him to, like, Louis, maybe, Louis Barletta, that is. I mean, but 
he just he's so fun to watch. I can't not watch it. I can't take my eyes off it. I don't have like anything distracting me. Everything that he does is so like well thought out and planned. Well, I'm sure that that first attempt that he tried in his part wasn't as well planned as he'd hoped. That one hurt. Damn. Because I don't remember them going back to him getting that make, right? That was kind of one and done. He's like, nope, that's not going to work. But you do have to pay attention to his first make, though, of the edit. So here, here's what he did. He ollied up the curb, right, to that bank. Does a, a pop shove, right, front pop shove. Yeah, I think he did a front pop shove. I just wrote down pop shove in my notes here. To a 5-0, okay? And then the key, though, is he rolls away. And whereas most people would simply either, you know, they'd probably, you know, alter their approach or landing, he just hippie jumps that cable at the end, which just happens to be kind of slightly in his way. <laughs> you know, most of us either try, like, and quickly turn right or, you know, maybe left and risk getting, you know, decapitated. Nope. Not for Jordan, though. And it's almost as if he planned that all along. It's like details, baby. Details with this guy. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he basically, like, reversed, engineered, like, all of his spots, all of his tricks. Like, he probably drove past that spot, saw that cable there right near the bank, you know, thinking, you know what? I'm going to hippie jump that. But, you know, I got to figure out what I can do. I'll just ollie up and do, you know, pop shove to uh, 5-0. Yeah, there we go. But, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hippie jump that. You know, a spot that most people wouldn't even look at. I mean, of course, the bank, but. He sees other things in addition to, you know, I love everything about it. So, for example, like, you know, the moments later, the milk crate slash chair slash bread tray slash, you know, two pallets assist that spot. And all he needed for was a little drop in, like a little, a little four foot drop, a little roll in. And it was just a 5-0 to a bank. <laughs> 12 minutes, 28 seconds. That was it. But they set up all that milk crate, chair, wobbly bread trays couple pallets dedication details like i'm talking about straight up dedication oh speaking of remember the milk crate challenge as i said i mentioned that it popped him in i was bummed to see that die off so soon i thought that was gonna be around for a long time <laughs> i remember some of the pros and all the pro skaters are making the rounds giving their version of you know the milk crate challenge and there's a lot of videos going around and like Nah, that's just crazy. I bet the hospitals are just, they probably shut it down. Like, you know what? We need to get rid of all these milk crates. The ER is just insane right now. We've got, we're dealing with COVID and people are falling off milk crates. But I did, though, think it was going to be around you know, much, much longer. But anyway, back to Jordan. Because you, know, you know how it's always been said that, you know, skateboarders, you know, view the world differently, right? You know, we notice things more and, and see things more. And, but how do, you, how do you even describe what he does, though? You know, he sees things on a completely different level than I've ever seen. Every spot, every trick selection is so unique and well thought out. You know, it's just, it's so amazing to see. But I loved every single trick of his part. I pointed out a couple just right now, but every single trick. I mean, seriously, every trick. I'm not joking. They're all so good. I'm so happy that we were able to finally, like, get a glimpse and or he finally shared a secret as to how he comes up with all these crazy ideas that he does yeah you know basically how spots call him right spots find him and they call and the spots call his attention he gave us some insight on it that's right i'm not kidding his secret to success is not a secret anymore and we saw it all go down 14 minutes and 19 seconds 
That's the key. That's the secret. I need to do that now. I usually cut my hair with, what, a number four blade? You know, kind of all around. Just cut it at home. Do it myself. But I think from here on out, I should, you know, I think I should consider using a blade. I need to be like Jordan. We all need to be like Jordan. If that's what it takes to skate spots like that and find spots like that, sign me up. Shave my head. It'll be like, will the real Jordan Taylor please stand up? I could see it now, you know. This trend takes off. Kind of like when we all used to peg our pants back in the day. Let's all bick our heads. But you go first, though. You go first. Because, uh, actually, now I think about it, I just need to make sure it just wasn't some Hollywood movie magic, you know, before I commit. You know, let me just... But but yeah, you go first. You go first. I'll will uh, I'll uh, I'll get back to you on uh, whether or not you know, I'm actually going to, to to shave my head or bick my head. Okay. But that was a nice secret though. The secret's out. That's what it is. You want to skate like him? Got to have a head like him. Let me know if you do it. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll I'll get back to you on that. So, but either way, guys. extra long clap for these guys weekend did it again 17 minutes of pure entertainment i like the overall storyline the acting and the the whistling as i mentioned earlier just the 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 common thread you know of the the river and the water and not too many skaters like leave me wanting more than like jordan what he does i mean there's just like i said there's just something about him bald or not Hair or not, he's one of a kind. I respect that. And I'm also glad they had a to-be-continued message at the end. Spoiler alert, oops. Oh, yeah, there's going to be more. I mean, we need to find out what happened to those domes. I mean, eggs. Do you see that, too? Tell me this, you guys. When the fi- Before the final um, scene, you know, after the, the big reveal, the big secret, and they had that overhead shot of the two of them in the... In the boat, those are like action figures, right? That's, that's not them. And the eggs, of course, I know the eggs weren't real. No, no, the eggs were. Yeah, they were real. Yeah, they were. Yeah, those are. That was them. They were, their heads just really big, right? But yeah, those are action figures, right? Anyway, also be sure to watch all the credits, and not just for you know some behind the scene clips, but more for the song selection. Hell yeah, guys, that's what's up. Crank it up. If you hate that song and that band, that says more about you than them, right? It's a classic jam, classic band, and a perfect fit for this video. You know, of course, me. I dug up that music video shortly thereafter. So, yeah, that's right. I'll put it in the notes below. I've got you. I've got you. It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of the time I was working many many years in retail <laughs> and they had to have those like adult contemporary hits channels on because they couldn't have swearing i was like i heard that song 50 million times at least but it was perfect for this video it's great so i got you but yeah 17 minutes go check it out also shout out to jenka mag for getting some you know insight into this video as well they did a behind the scenes of weekend's most ambitious skit to date this included a q a with grant yansurna Alex Schmidt, and of course, Jordan Taylor. And it's worth, you know, a few minutes of time to give it a read. You know, just to compliment 
the video that we just watched. But yeah, shout out to Weekend Skateboards. You guys are just, you guys are killing it. Part of my water break. Big shout out and congrats to longtime Bay Area ripper Peter Raffin on turning pro. This has been like, what, two decades in the making, but the time is finally here. And Thrasher posted, you know, Peter Raffin's pro part for Creature, what, a couple days ago? And it did not disappoint. So San Jose represent Peter. I didn't need to see him, like, shatter his tailbone for his, the very first clip, though. That's not a good way to start off your professional career, man. Broken tailbone? Yeah, me, I assume he walked away, right? Is he fine? That hurt me. Almost dropped my phone. It's like ouch town population, you bro. So before I go on, are you are you okay, Peter? Though I mean, you good? I mean, I think I saw in the video you you went you you got the make of that spot. But damn. But yeah, great part, great song. I mean, yeah, the song's been ABD, but I don't care. I've mentioned this before. I don't care. It works well for this video, but. I, I, in my notes here, I put, where have I heard this song before, though? Where the hell have I heard this song before? It's been in a skate video, right? Can, can someone help me out? Or was it not in a skate video? Am I thinking of something else? I've heard that song before, I swear. And I'm blanking on which video it was. So let me know if you know, please. Please. I am not made of iron. But it doesn't sound like that. It's, I am not made of iron. I am not made of iron. Yeah, but it's just... I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. But Peter, you hit up some like you know, classic San Jose spots and even hit up some that like some new ones that I hadn't even seen before and are now uh, gonna be on, I'm going to be on the hunt for. So I'm going to have to uh, do my uh, investigation and check. But he straight up killed it. So well-deserved on getting your name on a board. It's a uh, well, well-deserved. Go pick up his creature model, creature deck right now. I mean, plus, he's only asking, what, three minutes and 23 seconds of your time. That's for his pro part. It's the least you could do. Time well spent. Say, so go watch it now. Oh, I had to pause. I did write this down. I had to uh, pause, rewind. It was after the credits. So post-credits, front 180 Ollie, about, at about three-minute mark. That was so freaking gnarly. How, how did you do that, Peter? And, you, of course, you just had to throw in a kickflip up that ledge to start. But still... How? Such a tight spot. So much could go wrong. So gnarly. And finally, although I didn't watch the whole thing, the Dutour stopped by Des Moines, which is now you know home of the largest skate park in the nation, for their next stop on their tour. And you know they had many familiar faces in the house. And, and you know, of course, Mike Valley had to show up, you know, because his house is like, pretty, I mean, that was pretty much in his neighborhood. I think he rides his bike there, right? So we got to see fa many familiar faces, and that looks like such a fun park. You know, it's definitely a bucket list, you know, de destination for me. I was like, road trip, road trip. Maybe 20, maybe 2024, 25. Got some things in the works maybe for next year. But, you know, I need to start planning. You know, I need to check out that. That's definitely high on my, uh, you know, skate park list. So I know Scott Lois, uh, Scott. I don't think you've been there yet, dude, but um, you'll probably beat me to it. Actually, has he been there? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. But yeah, Scott, if you do go, uh, maybe we can meet up, but I don't know. Like I said, you're probably going to beat me. But anyway, congrats to all the winners. So Men's Street, 
Gustavo Ribeiro. He took first place, had an 89. Shortly, like, like not too far behind him, Yuto Horigome, second place, 87.33. Kelvin Hoffler landed third with an 86. Kelvin, like, he's like one of those guys that he's consistent, but he just – he. When did he win? He won. Did he win something a couple years back? Or is he always, he seems to be, he's always in the top three, but not the top, like not the top spot. But he's been so, so close. He's putting in the work, man. Kelvin, it's going to happen, man. I think he's the one, from what I recall, he's got that nice, sweet, like backyard setup, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his house. But either way, you know, Yuto, he's having one hell of a year. April Skateboard's having a hell of a year, right? So it's not shocking to see Uto in second place here. But, yeah, 87.33, that was, that was a close one. In the women's streets, Momiji Nishia slayed it. Slayer. Fatality. Like, she just killed it. Perfect run. Well, pretty much. Not a perfect run, but damn near perfect run. 95.33. What I love about her is, like, she's so, she almost makes it look too easy. She's so, like, I love her style. She's got some really difficult tricks on lock. Future is bright for her. Very, very bright. Pamela Rosa skated fast and furious. She got second. She's up there. She was top three, you know, 84.33. That was good. And Chloe Covell. Did I say that right? Covell? Or, yeah, I believe so. 81.66. She took third. Yeah, Pamela was just, she was pushing fast. She was on a mission. Men's Park did not disappoint. Now, this is where it started getting serious, right? And I'm talking about from, like, young guns, too. Congrats to the young stud, Gavin Botner. Yes, first place. He's such a ripper. Damn, such a bright future. Rides for real skateboards. Love watching that kid skate. And most importantly, I loved watching him skate on Jimmy Wilkins' deck. See, Jimmy Wilkins giving that good vibe. Telling you, real skateboards is here and they're here to stay they're like seriously they're probably the most stacked team right now no primitives coming up you know they're starting to say but it's real man once they got jimmy it's a joke they're so good such a squad luis francisco brazil took second and then of course keegan palmer place third you know and you know keegan he's always up there too i wasn't too familiar with luis uh, francisco but dude he shreds he rips and as for the women's park results sky brown which i have a feeling i'm gonna be saying her name a lot a lot a lot a lot more in the future her and and, and reyes of oh, reyes Alil, of course reyes just didn't have it this week but she got first place 89.66 and sakura yosozumi she was in second, and Kokona Hiraki rounded out third with a 2.66. So that was a pretty pretty close race. I mean, obviously, Sky Brown, 89.66, and then the next one is, what, six points down. But it was close. It was close. And now with, you know, any Dutour event or any event that has the these particular um, categories, I always try to make the time to watch the adaptive street footage as much as possible. And, and this year, it wasn't any different. In fact, it was the first footage I watched. I'm like, no, I got to check this out. It was so good, so inspirational. And for the, the men's results, they had Felipe Nunez. Yeah. Felipe, Felipe, Felipe. That was back-to-back for him too, right? 95.66. 
95.66. He basically had flawless runs. And with him, you know, because he's basically sitting on his board, right? And I love watching how quickly he removes his fingers so they don't get shredded or crushed. You know, like when he, say, he's doing a, a no slide or a tail slide or blunt. You know, so cool to see. Steven Breeding, lefty, 91.66, got second, busted out some crazy variation of it. I wrote down Spaghetti Western, but I think the commentator called like a, something impossible, but I don't know. You would have to see it, but he got, he had a solid frontside disaster and even mixed in a you know, 360 flip into the mix. Solid, solid outing from Steven. But Justin Bishop, man, he was like my favorite one of the, the contest. You know, of course, Mancina too, damn Mancina is always a good pleasure to watch, but Justin Bishop. 88.66 for he he got third he did an ollie down the double set dude's like i don't know how many percent blind he's basically just as blind as uh dan mancina right like he, 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 huh ollie the double set he also did a half cab uh half no half flip casper yeah yeah and then a layback error too just for added measure but the, the added measure but the key thing is that was after handing off his cane. <laughs> Damn, dude. So amazing, Justin. And he's one. You got to check out his Instagram. Yeah, he's so good. So inspirational. But yeah, seriously, all with a double set. <laughs> oh, dang. I can't even do that now. Probably because I, I could see how far it is. Get all, I'll psych myself out. Oh, dude, that was amazing. And then for the women's side, Tia Pearl, 71.33. She got first place. She had an awesome front 180. And key, the key thing is using two canes. Yeah, those like two hand canes. It's so insane. Now, it must be so difficult and awkward to do, right? And she also threw in a fakie 360 shove it. And it did a firecracker down the double set as well. That was nice to see. My favorite, though, was Kanya Sesser, 62.33. She got second place. I love seeing that solid firecracker from her. Hell yes. And that was probably so difficult to do because, I mean, they're difficult to do with legs, right? But at least with legs, you can kind of absorb the impact of each step, right? And kind of adjust, like kind of crouch down or something. You, you, you kind of get into a rhythm, but not with her. She doesn't have the legs. She adjusted. I mean, that was so awesome. She had to just go down. She and she even mixed in, you know, a handstand for good measure, right? At that point, she's just showing off, you know, no big deal. So well done, Kanya. I mean, I love her attitude, her personality. She rips. You know, I, she's one, honestly, I hope to have on the show one day. She is on my list. She's on my radar. Can we make that happen, universe? Have I mentioned this before? I think I have. But, yeah, she's been on my list, wish list for a couple years now. So it's going to happen. You can feel it now. Yeah, firecracker, so good. It's like she's probably looking over at Felipe. I don't see you firecracker in this. Yeah, you're, you're, you'll, you'll kick flip down, but can you firecrack it? Let's do it. Let's see who goes down the fastest. You go first, Felipe. You want some of this, punk? And then Darian Hayes, 40.00. She got third, and she's only been skating for a few years. And they were talking about kind of how she was very uh, nervous, and you know, and and she got over all that, and she's already competing, and you know, for only skating it for a couple years. And my key thing is too, what I know is no Mongo pushing. You know, a lot of times you're starting out, you know, maybe you kind of start with a Mongo push and you move past it. I was very impressed, but different style too with her. She there's more of a it's more of a surf style approach, right? 
You know, I can definitely see like, uh, you know, slalom down the road. She'll be killing it on that. Anything with a bank. She, I mean, she just kept it smooth and classic, you know. But I can't wait to see more from her, you know, in action down the road. So well done to uh, Darian. So what about you? Did you check this one out? Did you go see it in person, actually? You're like, yeah, Rick, I was there, man. I was in Des Moines. Got to meet all the crew. But I suggest if you, you don't have, you know, the six plus or eight hours, whatever it is, to watch this entire contest, at least check out the adaptive, uh, you know, street event. Check that out. Start with that. Work backwards, because that's what I did. So once again, you know, congrats to all the winners. Great stuff. I, I tried to look on their website for the next tour stop, and it wasn't listed. So I have no idea where they're going next. Maybe they mentioned it during the broadcast, and I didn't hear it. But, you know, here we are. It's, what, almost August, so I'm sure we got at least one or two more of those events coming up, you know, in the next couple uh, months, I should say, for the, uh, to wrap up the year. So we'll just see. So that's all I've got for this week. I appreciate you tuning in as usual. Thank you for all the support. You know I love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. See ya. Ha, 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 ha.